There are those who say that beneath your feet is a shadow world, and that shadow world is inhabited by demons that are preparing for the great deception that's coming on this earth. Seat of a Nation podcast. I am your host, Michael Witt, alongside none other than the man with the plan, Billy Ray Parrish. Bill, it's good to have you, brother. It's awesome to be back. This is our second episode of the new season of the Seat of a Nation. And man, do we got a program set out for you here today. And uh, also want to give a big shout out to everybody that's listening live as we record our podcast. And if you're catching us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it may be, um, we appreciate you listening. Please share our podcast across all social media platforms. That would be so amazing. You guys just don't understand how important it is to get the message out, to get the word out of everything that's going on. And uh, But Bill, how are you, brother? Good, Boom. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. And uh, um, we had been fighting audio issues today. We've been fighting all kinds of stuff. And uh, you know what, though? I'm ready to get this podcast going. We are going to be talking about a few things here. Uh, Bill, he's like a newsman. He's got like all the updates going on over there. You can hear them going off all the time. But anyways, uh, anyways. Seriously, to a serious note, though, we've got an important program for you today. If you have not been, if you have not caught our first episode, uh, we shared it over on our Facebook and um, every way that Twitter, you can go over to see or listen to our podcast and um, then once we get done with this podcast, get it edited uh, for the ones that's watching live, um, you'll be able to get it later on this evening on your favorite podcast station uh or or wherever you get your podcast at but anyways um we're going to be talking about um i guess you can say a theme is not to quit no matter how bad things get don't quit keep going keep fighting keep fighting this good fight of faith amen no matter how bad it gets at times, uh, because I can tell you, folks, it can get rough, and I, I can tell you from experience, it can get rough, and to the point to where you just want to quit. Anyways, we're going to be diving into the whole debacle over here that's happened over in Afghanistan. How many people 
think just think about how many people um, has either lost a loved one or has a loved one that's still stuck over there. There is so much going on. But I want to start out in a word of prayer, Bill, and then we'll get going. Okay, Vern? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we want to thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for your love and your support. Lord, we just give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise, Lord, for every opportunity that you give us to share your word. And Lord, to share the message that you were trying to get out unto all the world just as you gave us in that great commission lord go to the uttermost parts of the world and lord we thank you for that lord anointed this broadcast this podcast for your glory and honor and the praise and lord we pray and ask that you open the eyes and the minds of people lord that may still be closed off to what's really going on and and how these things work from a spiritual standpoint and all the way to seeing it in the physical lord we just ask that you help us use the correct words and lord we give you all the glory and honor and the praise in jesus name amen all right bill so yeah. i want to start this podcast out though and this is what i want to say i, I want to say this the the members of our military who has died and you're seeing it come up right on your screen there if you're watching or on the podcast um, there will be a list of the fallen service members in the show notes but you can look at these people and look at their ages all right bill I i'm just going to go through so the marines you have a 30 all right you got staff sergeant Darren T. Hoover, who was 31 years old. You got Sergeant Johanny Pichardo, is that how you say that, Bill? 25 years old. Sergeant Nicole Gee, or G, however that's pronounced. 23. Probably Gee. Yep, probably Gee. 23 years old. Corporal Hunter Lopez, 22 years old. Corporal, uh, do you say it, Diagon Page? We'll just say Corporal Page. Deegan? Deegan Page. Uh, there's no age that's been released for Deegan. I've got 23. You got 23? Okay. Corporal Humberto Sanchez, 22 years old. Lance Corporal. Now, these next few names is the ones that really start getting me. Lance Corporal, David Espinoza, 20 years old. Lance Corporal, Jared Schmitz, 20 years old. Lance Corporal, Riley McCollum, 20 years old. Lance mm -hmm. Corporal, Dylan Marola, 20 years old. Lance Corporal, Kareem Nukawi, 20 years old. Then in the Navy, we had the hospital man, Maxton Soviak, 22 years old. And then from the Army, Staff Sergeant Ryan Noss, 23 years old. Hey, hey Boone, that right there, Mr. Noss, kind of hits a little close to home, being yeah. from Coyoton, Tennessee. Yes. 
which is 15 miles out of Knox County. It, it is amazing. It is amazing to see. Well, let me put it this way. Let me rewind. It's amazing to hear the words that comes from the White House, from the demonic sociopaths that we have. You know what words coming from? Nothing. All right. Nothing is coming from those people. They would not even come for a moment of silence for the fallen service members. They would not even come to to do anything dealing with them. They won't even say their names, Bill. They they won't even say the names of these soldiers. And um, it, it's it's amazing to me, Bill, just how blatant the enemy is making things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like the enemy is actually. I mean, they are act. The enemy's actually just being real, right? He's not hiding nothing no more, right? It 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 just amazes me. But just talking about these people. For a few moments, Bill, these service members. You mentioned the one that's from, what did you say, Clayton, Tennessee? Coyton. Coyton, Coyton. I mean, that's that's close to us, Bill. That's in our state. That's people. It's right here in the state of Tennessee uh, that's hurting today because of their family, because of their loved one dead. Um, this isn't about Republican or Democrat. This isn't about two sides of our government, right? Folks, this is evil versus good, point blank. And I don't care if you were brought up Democrat. I don't care if you was brought up Republican. But what we are seeing, Bill, is pure evil from the only evil one that there is, and that's Satan. A lot of these people... And you and and those listening at home may not agree, but when you start digging into a lot of this stuff, you'll see that there's a lot of Satanism in behind the moves being made. There, there is, there is, there. There's a lot of Satan. There's a lot of Satanists out there, Bill. Period. That is completely um, open to the public, right? They're not closed. They're not hiding it. They're being open about it. And on top of that, Bill, they are evil when they're saying that, oh, being a Satanist is not evil. It's 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 actually peace. I've heard that. I have heard that. I'm glad you brought that up. I have heard that from a couple younger people. I'm talking about people younger than 30 one one individual told me that the Church of Satan or Satanism actually uh, gives peace to people who have been persecuted by Christianity. I was told this on Facebook, and that makes no sense whatsoever because Jesus comes to give people life, light, 
Satan comes to take that life away, to, to put us in darkness. Satan is the opposite of Christ. Nowhere, nowhere does that, that, that comment right there make any type of sense. I, uh, you know, there is no political bias in doing the show. It's not right, left, Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal. This is what's right and wrong. This message today, this program today, has nothing to do with demeaning the president, the illegitimate president, Biden, B-U-Y-D-E-N. There is, this has nothing to do with President Trump, although President Trump put a, a, a roadmap for peace on the table and it was supposed to be uh, in May. They were mm -hmm. supposed to have been home in May. This was supposed to have been done in May. Then we know that B-U-Y-D-E-N pushed it back to September the 11th. Why did he push it back to September the 11th? And the Taliban gives them the August 31st deadline, which they did meet. They didn't get all the, they didn't get all the people out. Why did they not get all the people out? Not only did they not get all the people out, but they left, was it $87 billion in equipment behind? And they also left our service dogs behind for them to be starved to death. And they're using those Black Hawk helicopters, the Taliban is, to hang people from them. And there are videos out there, there are images out there of that footage. If someone wants to go look it up, but it's very graphic, very very graphic stuff to watch yeah it's it is very graphic and um you know here's the um the, the some of the things that we are seeing from uh from what you see on the news and stuff is is very tamed compared to what you can really go out there and find on on the internet uh some of the videos i've seen bill has been so outrageous like I cannot even begin to imagine some of the things uh, that is some of the other things that's going on. But I seen a video where these people were running for the Iran border and were were gunned down. And now, granted, these may have been Afghans um, or whatever may be the case. But regardless, even those people realize just how bad it is, right? How evil. Uh, how evil it is when you're running from afghanistan to iran <laughs> shouldn't that tell you something how bad uh not just the as biden puts it taliban um he, he says it's some stupid remarked way you know but anyways um it's just amazing bill of the of the evil that we see it, it, i just i find it amazing that in, in a sense i say the word amazing because I guess it's it, it may not be the correct way of saying it but because normally when you think of amazing it's something awesome wonderful right uh but i say it in a in another tone i say amazing like i am dumbfounded of how open these people have become um how they're not trying to hide nothing and I think it's simple to say, Bill, it's because they know that they're, they're caught. And I think either one, they feel like they're going to get away with it so and there was nothing nobody can do. Or two, they know they're not going to get away with it, so they're just going all out like the enemy, uh, of course, is shown in the book of Revelation that 
when he when his time's drawing near, he's gonna it's gonna get tougher and tougher, right? He's gonna he's gonna do all the damage he can. Uh, <clears throat> you talked about uh, you know these thirteen me- members that were killed in that one attack there in Kabul, and uh, you've probably seen the videos, and, and probably a lot of the listeners have as well, with Biden when the, the bodies were coming back and they were, I believe it was there at the air force base, uh, I believe in Qatar, Doha. I believe that's where it was at. I have been to Qatar. Qatar is a really nice country. In fact, when you go in the land of the airport, it's built right there on the, on the ocean. That's something special. I've never seen that before. A structure built right on the ocean. That's a, a pretty cool. Uh, and if you're see, if you get seasick, it's uh, probably not as cool to you or pretty, that is awesome to you, but uh, seeing the video of Biden when the bodies were were being shipped in and come in and being unloaded, him watch him looking at his uh, his watch, as though he has got something better to do, somewhere better to be. And, and that right there tells you the mindset of of of, of this man. He's probably waiting uh, or probably checking to see if it's his nap time yet, and I'm sure he takes several of those a day. And I've got nothing against naps, but you know, you're the leader of the free world, and you have better things to do than the servicemen to pay respect to our servicemen and women across the world. This is not a, a patriotic person. He's shown this time and time again. And some of the parents that he's met with, they've, uh, they've expressed the same sentiments. Now, I want to read this letter. I want to do it as fast as I can because this is actually from the mother of Kareem Nikoi or Nikoi. I'm not really sure how you pronounce it 100%, but she wrote a letter. She posted on Facebook and Instagram both, and they took the letter off. Both of them did, and they banned her account. They were censoring her greatly, and this is something that's been going on for a year and a half now, the censorship. But she says, you cannot silence me. And she goes on to say, President Joe Biden, this message is for you. I know my face is etched into your brain. I was able to look you straight in the eyes yesterday and have words with you. After I lay my son to rest, you will be seeing me again. Remember, I am the one who stood five inches from your face and was letting you know I would never get to hug my son again, hear his laugh, then hug, then you try to interrupt me and give me your own sob story, and I had to tell you that this isn't about you, so don't make it about you. You then said you just wanted me to know that you know how I feel, and I let you know that you don't know how I feel, and you do not have the right to tell me you know how I feel. You then rolled your effing eyes, and she doesn't say effing here, she says the complete word, in your head like you were annoyed with me, and I'll let you know that the only reason I was talking to you was out of respect for my son and that the, and that was the only reason why I then proceeded to tell you again how you took my son away from me, and how I will never get to hug him, kiss him, laugh with him again, etc. You turn to walk away and I'll let you know my son's blood was on your hands. 
and you threw your hand up behind you as you walked away from me like you were saying, okay, whatever. You are not the president of the United States of America, Biden. Cheating isn't winning. You are no leader of any kind. You are a weak human being and a traitor. You turned your back on my son, on all of our heroes. You are leaving the White House one way or another because you do not belong there. My son's blood is on your hands, all 13 of them. Their blood is on your hands. If my President Trump was in his rightful seat, then my son and the other heroes would still be alive. You will be seeing me again very soon. By the way, as my son and the rest of our fallen heroes were being taken off the plane yesterday, I watched you disrespect us all five different times by checking your watch. What the F was so important that you had to keep looking at your watch? You are nobody special, Biden. America hates you. And that's where the letter ends. Those, uh, and, and the woman's name, and this hero's mom's name is Shauna Chapel. I believe that's how you say it. C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L. Chappelle, maybe? Yeah. And I just wanted yeah. to, to send that out because those are those are tough words. Those are, are very, uh, well, I guess it depends on which, which side of the aisle you belong on. If you sympathize with the fallen heroes, those are hard to, to, to read or hard to hear. But they do hit home because... This man, the illegitimate president of the United States, left our soldiers as meat for wolves. And the, the terrorists are wolves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he is right. he, he's very, very um, evil. Even to be the face of the bigger evil, I guess you can say. Um, we had... A couple of things, Bill, that I mean you had like briefly spoken about, um, like the report that the Babylon Bee brought up about this said Biden wasn't checking his watch. He was just making sure there was no blood left on his hands. And um I I, I couldn't agree more. Uh I really think he even though he was looking at his watch and I think it was a perfect picture of him. Uh, of what he should have been doing but he cared none he cared zero about what was going on and then this junk i'm putting your hand across your your heart you know what <laughs> i don't i don't that. care if you are not military or if you if you had a a history of being in the military or not whether you're a former military member or not when when a dead soldier or service member, period, comes off the plane and is being walk, being taken in front of you to a hearse. You, you don't put your hand on your heart. You salute that man. You salute that man or woman that is being taken. And I'll tell you, it's it really got it really got to me watching this. It got to me, there's a video of one of the moms as well, Bill, and you may have seen it. 
I'm trying to remember which service member it was, but the video, I mean, it, it, it's a tearjerker. But it's also, a, at the same time, a proud moment. Because I think it's the beginning, well, I think we're already passing the beginning. I think we're in the growing stages of our nation waking up our people in our nation truly waking up having to say to themselves okay it may have took these members to die but i am not just going to stand here and just mention or just talk about it to people close to me i am now going to fight i am going to fight until the day i die to destroy the evil uh, the evil that has infiltrated our country, uh, a country that has been the greatest export of the gospel. Uh, these people need to not only be behind bars, in my opinion, uh, they need to be behind bars and absolutely whatever it takes to break them. If that means throwing on 24-7 Billy Grahams, in their cell, in a padded cell, and they can't escape the gospel. I mean, penetrate them with the gospel. Because if they're demons, it'll be the worst. It, it'll be the worst. It, it, they'd rather die. Uh, and if they're not truly demonic-possessed or demons themselves, then maybe eventually it'll penetrate those stone-cold hearts. I just, I, I can't, I can't believe it. I, I, I can't, just cannot believe how stone cold some of these people are, man. They, they are so stone cold. Uh, their hearts could care. They, they, they don't have a heart. They don't have a mind. I just can't imagine why. Uh, I just can't imagine why Joe would really stand there and think. Well, let me put it this way. This is what they said on the Babylon Bee. Despite attempting to blame Trump, climate change, and Afghani people themselves at the end of the debacle, Biden still found himself with blood on his hands and his alone. Somehow being the President of the United States and being the final authority who selected the Pentagon leaders for their uh, intersectionality uh, ordered the total troop withdrawal conceded to the deadlines by the terrorists, abandoned allies with no warning, withdrew the military before ensuring, ensuring civilians were brought to safety, trusted known terrorists to provide safe passage for Americans to the airport, and put military members in the impossible scenario of securing an airport while crowds of, des of desperate people attempted to get in somehow all of that made him responsible that here's quoting a a pensive joe biden i just can't imagine why i have their blood on my hands i did everything perfectly just like i always do and i'm just saying this this is what they're putting in their article here everything that went wrong was someone else's fault just like it always is I'll make sure yeah, those gold star families understand that right after I get this blood all cleaned off of my hands. And now, granted, he didn't really say that, but they are putting it out. Um, they are putting it out here 
as he might as well because that is the persona that people are getting but not only the persona i'd have to say this it's a true persona of what he is showing and how he is acting and you know standing there in dover to await the fallen soldiers he all of a sudden just started to look at his watch but as the babylon b puts it biden suddenly worried how it would look if he was seen standing there with their blood bearing actual blame a photographer caught the moment and the image spread like wildfire i love how they do their writings because although it it's not true it is true you know what i'm saying and, and i think bill you yeah, it's satire yeah it, say what's it called again yeah it's satire but there's a lot of truth in behind what they wrote right and you know this mom miss chappelle or chapel she uh was 100 percent correct in how she feels mm -hmm. and look i understand there's been other wars there's been other battles where other service members lost their lives people and i know the mindset of some people they're going to ask what's any different or special about this one occasion well they were left there to die they were purposely put in that position and i say purposely because i truly believe that the biden administration as illegitimate as it is they put these people in this position without any desires and you can and you can watch their actions to pull them out. They the, the the withdrawal was complete. It was completed yesterday, and and this was announced by the State Department. But guess what? They didn't get every American out. And why is that? They don't care. They don't care about those left behind. What happened to the motto? No let no man left behind. Well, what what happened here? You're leaving people behind. Never before in my lifetime have I experienced a, a, a battle defeat is one thing, but a complete surrender of the territory, a complete surrender of the war, what just invalidated everything that our service members had fought for for the last 20 years. Yeah. Now, I, I don't want to get into whether we should have been over there or not. I don't want to get into that because that's mute right now. Because we are there, and we had we had to do something. We had to. If you're going to if you're going to fight a war, you have to fight to win. Policing right. a country is not the way you win. And just just real quick, did you did you say the name Ricky Thompson when you were reading those lit the members who died? Um, I don't think I did because. Um... Yeah, I think when they released this uh, initially, they must have not have been. It must have right, not have been on there. Marine, he was 21 at the time of of his death. And it's wanted to, to put him out there as well. Uh, this right here is. Uh, it's kind of hard to find the right words for it because you want to be compassionate, you want to be sympathetic and empathetic with the families, and and with. The, the government officials because sending men and women into war knowing some of them won't come back that's got to be one of the toughest decisions to make <laughs> without question 
That's why you can't do it lightly. You have to take all things into consideration. But the way, but the way they did this, the evacuation was a complete disaster. The withdrawal of our troops before we take all of our equipment and people out, that was done purposely, as yep. we talked about last time on our, pro- on our program. <laughs> they did this so they could take Arizona off the map. Maricopa County, that's just one county there in Arizona. They don't want anyone talking about Maricopa County, so they, they purposely did something this terrible so it would take it off the map. And then people are, will say, well, what about the, their political futures? Well, this isn't necessarily about a political movement as much as it is in implementing, as we know, the, the New World Order. And I, I don't want to start talking like conspiracy theorists, although I know people have already labeled me as such. But if you look at the United Nations Resolution 2030 about having a you know, Project 2030 about having a new world order implemented by 2030, led by the United Nations. What we saw after the death of George Floyd, the Floyd family was petitioning the United Nations to take over our police force. This is a systemic effort that's been going on for over a century now to turn the world into that one world government, one world order, whatever you want to call it. And America is the single most important component of this, in order to implement it, you have to deplete the United States military. And one way to do this is to have a major defeat, not just a battle defeat, but a but in, a, in an entire war effort. And that's what happened with Afghanistan. The, the Biden administration surrendered the war to the Taliban and ISIS. And when you really look at it, our presidents over the last 30 years have created these terrorist groups, whether it's Al-Qaeda, whether it's uh, the, um, uh, ISIS or the Taliban, Hamas. Our presidents have created these. Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Biden just made them stronger. They released thousands of prison prisoners from prisons, uh, terrorist prisoners, and they went right back on the battlefields. It's not a surprise that as they did that, they went back on the battlefields, and now you have this uprising, this surge in terrorist, in terrorist activities there in Afghanistan. When you connect the dots, you can see that these things were purposely done. Yeah, and um, we're going to go to a word from uh, one of our sponsors real quick, and... Uh, get us a quick break in here but um but what i do want to do on the back side of this we'll finish that thought out but then i also got some scripture that i want to read and uh i want you guys to um that's listening to the podcast i i, I want you to pray for our nation pray for our family members of the fallen service members uh not and, and not just these bill but the ones who have died over there and in my opinion had been vain all alone um but but be praying for them and um be praying for their families okay uh but we'll be back right after this word from our sponsors and um and a new um uh, intro that uh 
that I made that I want you guys to listen to. I think it goes right along with the program today. We'll be back right after this. Let me tell you about a sponsor of ours, uh, a sponsor who uh, really makes this podcast possible. It's called Anchor. Anchor FM. Uh, Anchor.fm is where you need to go if you ever decide you want to start your own podcast. Just hop on over to Anchor.fm and sign up, and it's for free. And here's even the greater thing. Um, Yeah, you're probably not going to make a living making podcasts for the most part, but you can help take some of the edge off of what it costs to produce a podcast, such for your computers and so forth with no minimum listener fee what do i mean by that i mean that there is no fee or no minimum listeners to to start making money off your podcast and all this money will go uh you can put it right back into your podcast and get some updates on your computer whatever but if you ever have wanted to start a podcast definitely check out anchor Anchor's made it real easy for us to make podcasts. They distribute all of the po- uh, your podcasts, all your episodes, all across the board. So check out Anchor, and we'll be and, and listen. We'll have a link in the show notes. We need you to click that link. It's key to our podcast. And please share. Whenever we purpose to do something for the Lord, we have an enemy ready for battle. When we get to this point in time that we're in now, it becomes a very, very wicked, demonic time on earth. You're watching it unfold before your very eyes. You that are leaders of our world that do not give God the glory and do not put your trust totally in Him and think that you can solve the problems yourself, you're going to come down according to the Scriptures. If I give you one message to hold in your hearts today, is this never ever give up never stop fighting for what you believe in and for the people who care about you carry yourself with dignity and pride demand the best from yourself and be totally unafraid to challenge entrenched interests and failed power structure. you that. We want to welcome you back 
to the Deceit of a Nation podcast. This is Brother Mike alongside none other than Billy Ray Parrish. And man, is it not nice to be back doing our podcast again. This new season, this is the second episode of season two of Deceit of a Nation. And uh, we appreciate everybody that's listening to our podcast. You don't understand how much it means to us uh, just to know that people want to listen. And uh, so it's it's awesome uh, that you guys have definitely uh, took our podcast and shared it for us. We appreciate that very, very, very much. And it means a lot. Uh, Bill, I wanted to hit back on here real quick with some scripture uh, that I really think... Um, I really think it's what we need in times, all the time, right? All the time we need scripture, amen. I mean, there's amen. just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But, um, but especially in this time, it should be a time where we can go to the Word of God and help in a time when it seems like you just want to give up, but you don't. You keep going, amen. Um, he tells us in Psalm thirty-one twenty-four, "Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord." And Galatians six nine, he states, "Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord." And or I'm sorry, I, I went all crazy off of that, and I, I mixed them up. I've got a list of these here. Galatians six nine, and let us not be weary in well doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. That's a good scripture, Bill, of kind of where we're at and the whole plan of things and what Trump and the other patriots such as us is trying to do. We're trying to get things out, and we don't want to be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap. It may seem like we're not going to reap it, right? But I can promise you we will. And... Also, we can go on and read some other scriptures, and I'll read this, Philippians 1.6. Be confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And Psalm 71.14, might as well read this one, Bill. But I will hope continually and will yet praise thee more and more. And then Proverbs 11.2, the last one I'm going to read. When pride cometh, then come the shame. But with the lowly is wisdom. You know, Bill, I think that perfectly says it for us right there, that last scripture. The pride of these evil, whatever you want to call them, that's going to be their downfall, Ultimately, just like it was with Rome. Rome was very prideful, right? It's very prideful that uh, they put all their people basically in one basket, hand them a loaf of bread here and there, and they and the power. Um, what do you call it? The, I guess you could say their their power fiends were in power they they had plenty of food but yet their people were starving and ultimately the downfall of rome began we see it in our country with the cabal or deep state whatever you want to call them they're all evil they're all of satan 
The Bible tells us in Proverbs 11, 2, when pride cometh, then cometh shame. And you're starting to see the shame in these people. But with the lowly, speaking of us Christians, who's been humbled, lowly at heart, we've, we've given and given and given. And now it's time to stand firm and not let the Philistines have her lentils as they, just as, just as Shammah did in the Bible. He, he stood firm. He said, you're not getting my lentils this time, buddy. And he stood firm on what God gave him. And guess what? When the Philistines came, they didn't take his lentils. And so, but with the lowly is wisdom. You see, that wisdom came. That wisdom came by being humbled, right? Being having humility, and I can tell you, the so-called leadership in our nation today has no humility. And people might say, "Well, Donald Trump didn't have no humility." You want to bet? Once you go pull up the video of the seven-year-old boy that he visited the grave of his fallen father, who was a Marine visited the grave with him and and let that little boy tell him everything showed him pictures of his dad that they had on the tombstone and and just all these things and and you know what donald trump spent the time with that little seven-year-old boy who had lost his father and probably ended up being the greatest day of that little boy's life folks that's humility do you see it with the current administration no you don't see it or the illegitimate president that we have no you don't see it but bill get back on point here i, I get rambled because i'm so irritated i'm irritated that it's taken this for us to see this trash right and it's trash that's been laying out in the middle of the street for years but yet it's taken something like this for us to see it just it disgusts me when President Trump came on the scene, when he won real, or when he won election, and he won re-election, but let's just talk about his his election in 2016. He made uh, a point, an emphasis, a point of emphasis, to expose the deep the deep state cabal, the swamp, and not just expose them, but to get rid of them. We've known for a while that eventually it would get to the point where these people can't walk down the street. What's happening right now? These people cannot walk down the street. You got Justin Trudeau up in Canada. When he walks down the street, of course he's got security and so forth, but he's 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 met with people who are they're beyond upset with him. They're tired of him. And it's what you see out in California, of all places, California. If everything is done straight up, which we know it won't be, but if things are just halfway straight up, Larry Elder is going to win the, the gubernatorial race out in uh, California. They're scared to death right now. These people are, I don't like to say they're laying ducks, lame ducks, whatever you want to call them, but these people are done for. People are right. tired of it. And, uh, and, and, and not just to cut you off here, Bill, but I, I just want to point this too. Um, as we mentioned earlier in the broad, in, in the podcast, Bill, we we it doesn't matter where you how you was brought up and in what side of the political realm you are. These evil people, and, and thank God that Larry Elder has 
took a stand and and is going to do that in california because i believe he's going to get it um but but it doesn't matter because these evil gurus is on both sides i mean our nation is so-called split but they're not really split right i mean we should be one nation under god and look yes you're going look when we when we talk policy that's different okay we're talking policy that's different and what i mean by that is when you talk about taxes and and and, and certain things about infrastructure and and so forth that's a whole different ball game when politically that's a different ball game right i mean in, in a sense but what we are seeing here is a takeover of our country from that they have not only hijacked the democratic side they have they have hi, they are trying to hijack the republican side um and it takes people like donald trump the people who hasn't made a career of po- of poli- politics right they they've not and I mean, look at Larry Elder. I mean, he, I think, will be the greatest thing that ever happened to California. I mean, in a very long since time since since, Reagan. Since, I, since Reagan, anyway. <laughs> Reagan, Reagan, even though Reagan, I mean, I know Reagan was a Hollywood dude, right? I mean, and he come out of the Hollywood scene, um, and and took the world by storm, right? I mean, took the nation by storm. And and in my opinion, it was ended up being one of the greatest presidents of all times. But, um, um, but when we're looking at this, and I just wanted to put this in, just because I want people to understand that when we talk about this stuff, we're not we're not sitting here talking Republican Democrat. This, this stuff is on every side. No, it's a swamp. And it's a swamp. For, I mean, it's a literal swamp. I mean, D.C. is built on a swamp. And if you if you go back into the early days of D.C., you, you'll find that it's literally built on a swamp. So the swamp monsters there, they're literal swamp monsters. Uh, going back to what you were just talking about, uh, and President Lincoln has been accredited this quote. Some people dispute that he actually said it or that he said it in full. But nonetheless, this uh, this it plays into what we're seeing today. America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. And this is exactly what we're seeing. Both parties have been hijacked, but it's it's been it's been a process. It's not something that's happened overnight. Uh, parties have a sh- the, the shift. You know, they, they, they drift away from where they were 50, 60 years ago. Uh, a, a Republican today may have been a Democrat in different places 60 years ago. And a Democrat 60 years ago is not a Democrat today. They're far left, far, far off the page from what Democrats were 60 years ago. Many of my family were raised in the Democratic Party. But a Southern Democrat's not a Northern Democrat. And a Southern Democrat today, when you ask them, they don't recognize that party. I don't recognize either party. Yeah, I was, you know, raised into the Republican Party. I know that you were kind of brought up in the Democratic Party, but it's amazing how you can be brought 
caught up in something. And later on, you can have your eyes woke to what's going on. And I don't like that term woke anymore. You know what happens it, it, if you go woke? Yeah. You go woke. It, it's, it, it's, look, the enemy can never come up with nothing on their own, right? I mean, Satan has never created anything. He's just perverted everything that he um that he's ever that he's ever done it's a perversion of something that god has created and um hey Bernie. yeah okay now before we go off and we we probably have a little bit of time left but i wanted to get i want to get this story it's uh marine lieutenant colonel stuart scheller have you heard of this guy I, I I have I have but I've not uh, not really heard like I've not dug into it and and really listened to anything but I heard it in passing well, on a program I watched earlier today yeah I doubt many who follow the mainstream corporate media uh, know about Stuart Scheller lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller now this guy here he is uh, what you would call a gutsy guy. But I doubt if you ask him, he would say he's gutsy just doing what he signed up to do. He was relieved of his duty because he called out the top leadership, the brass of the leadership over yeah. Afghanistan, the handling of it. He was relieved of his duty. <laughs> Main, yeah well mainly yeah i know who you're talking about now the name i i didn't recognize the name off the top of my head but yeah i know exactly what you're talking about go ahead and tell everybody i'm sure they probably so, know i agree with what he says he says i'm not saying we've got to be in afghanistan forever and and most people agree with this again i, I don't want to go back and revisit whether or not we should be there you make your own decision of that. But the way we pulled out was disastrously. I mean, that was uh, that was a, a horrible decision. But again, it's purposely done. Nobody is that dumb to pull something off that badly. And 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 just to let people know, it wasn't Trump's idea to pull out like this. Okay, so no matter what the mainstream media is yakking, but go ahead. Well, Biden is actually trying to blame Trump for this, saying that the peace agreement that he had in place, the deal, is what caused this to happen. Trump had it in place where we were supposed to pull out sometime in May. Then Biden extended it to September the 11th or up to September 11th. And we were, we were asking ourselves, what's going to happen on September 11th? Why was this the date that he used? Well, they, they throw in our faces, of course, and the 20-year anniversary of 9-11, we remember nine, ten years ago what happened there in Benghazi when four Americans, including our ambassador Christopher Stevens, was killed. We remember that. So what are they going to do here on the 20th anniversary of it? The Taliban says you've got till August 31st to be out. And we're listening to the enemy. Of course, you know, they created them, so why wouldn't they listen to them? And going back to uh, what we were talking about earlier by the implementation of the New World Order. But getting back to Colonel Scheller here, he says, we messed up. We messed up. Uh, people are upset because their senior leaders, our senior leaders, let them down, and none of them are raising their hands and accepting accountability or saying, we messed this up. They're not saying that. They're passing the buck. 
Yeah, I thought Biden was the guy who said the buck stops with him. But now the buck stops right at his desk. Guess what he's doing? He's blaming Trump. He's blaming whomever. Except taking accountability for his actions. He purposely did this, but he can't come out and say, well, I did this for this reason. Instead, he's doubling down and saying the way he did it was acceptable. <laughs> and it's not acceptable with most people. No, and, and regardless of of um, if a person wants to put the blame on Trump or not, the thing is, is and, and I'll put this out first and foremost to anybody who wants to try to blame anybody else for it, okay? The president of the United States, or the so-called illegitimate president of the United States, had the control to do whatever. He, he, he could have stuck with the plan. He could have done away with the plan. If it was such a bad plan, then um, then why did he try to... Well, he said he tried to stick with it, or that he stuck with it. Um, but, of course, he didn't. Um, there was a... Actually, and, and it was the only thing that I've gotten off of Hannity worth of flipping in the past, um, I don't know, a few months anyways, if not a little longer, but... But um, they actually had a, um, I'm trying to think of his name, Bill. He used to be, um, he might have actually been on Trump's team. But anyways, he brought out a uh, conversation that they had just had with Trump and some other people. and And it was plainly brought out what they could say anyways there was things they couldn't say about the plan because it's still um it's not been released for the public to see or to read yet but um but anyways the plan of him coming of them come of us coming out was first and foremost don't let off the gas don't let off of these people don't give them a pass you stay stern with them and he told joe biden this multiple times and not only that had it in the documents that you are to stay on the gas don't let them have any say in anything you've got the military you've got the power to keep them in place and when you're ready to move out you get the you get the american citizens out you start retracting all of your supplies along with your military last and he did the he went completely backwards. He went dyslexic on the whole plan. But be that as it, huh? yeah, he was plum dyslexic. Am I not right? He he must have uh, he must have read the plan backwards and had it all mixed up because them poor we've even got military dogs that were left over there, right? I mean, we've got dogs that were trained, very highly trained, that were left in Afghanistan. I mean, so it's it's all sickening, and 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 I'm trying not to be. I'm trying to come at it as this, regardless of the plan. If 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 old Joe did not believe that this plan was capable of doing what needed to be done to get everybody out. Why was it not looked at? In my opinion, that would be one of the first things 
coming off of a campaign where I promised all this stuff, that would be one of the top things to get out of Afghanistan, right? Because uh, he said that he was going to get them out of there. It, he was going to finish doing it, right? Um, but this guy, he's he's a quack man. He don't he don't know what he's doing, where he's at, um, and and really he's just a puppet on the string, as we talked about in the last program. And we've got this, we got these great men that is standing up in our military, regardless of, they, they don't care of what, I guess the easy way to say it is they just don't care if they lose their positions or not. And, and thank God that people's finally starting to put it all out. Um, it's just, um, uh, there was, I was reading earlier, there was an article, um, where a company said that they were going to make it mandatory for all their people to have a vaccine and over over 85 percent of the people that worked there told them that they would resign and they had to retract that because of the people over 85 percent of the people that have lost 85 percent of their workforce in the snap of a finger um because they was not getting it um Man, I mean, it's you know that's something that we'll talk about on a later podcast, Bill. But, but, but I want to say this: um, I'm glad you brought him up because I think it's very important to bring up to bring up him. Just knowing what he, you know, listen, this guy was he was he's a true patriot. And um, here is his resignation form, and I'm going to try to get it up on the uh, anybody that's watching. I'm going, I'm going to try to get it up there for you to see. But, um, but anyways, uh, he, um, this is what he states in it. He states this: uh, number one, I tender my resignation of commission in the U.S. Marine Corps per the references and request an, an effective date of September 11, 2021. Now, think about that for a second, Bill. Now, he, he asked that for September of 2021. Now, I think it's, um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't believe it when I seen that, but it, it I'm glad that he that he decided that. Uh, I'm glad that he become, I guess what you can say, a true patriot, right? I mean, in my opinion, um, this guy really made. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get this up for everybody, but this guy made a tough decision that's going to haunt him uh, and his family uh, because this guy's now going to be out of a job per se and hopefully everybody can read this so all right let me continue on here i know i was just rambling so that was his uh i tender my resignation of commission in the u.s marine corps per the references and request an effective date of september 11 2021 number two i do not desire to accept a commission in the u.s marine corps reserve i understand the reserve commission is not automatic and can only be granted at the discretion of the Secretary of Defense. I understand. 
if I have adverse material on file, up to 12 months may be required to process my reserve commission. And number three, my reason for submitting a letter of resignation, a lack of trust and confidence in your ability to lead. S.P. Scheller. I mean, and, and I think it was perfect. He'll lose his pension over this. He'll lose everything he's earned up until this point. Everything. And he and he did it for all the right reasons. We talk. I think we've talked about this in the past. We've talked about this different times in the past about how people have gotten to the point where if you do wrong, they accept it because they expect it. They don't like it, but they accept it because it's something they've come to expect. But if you do the right thing, then people question you. It's like Trump. Trump did everything he said he was going to do. He even got the wall built. They're still building that wall. In fact, Biden is paying more by not completing the wall than, than he would be but just by compl completing it completely. By not building the wall, he's spending more money by not doing that than he would by completing the wall. None of that makes any sense, but it's all about political leverage and politics in D.C. Mm -hmm. um, you were talking about promises earlier. Biden actually promised Americans that we will get you home. Talking about all Americans, that they will get them home. But then General McKenzie says, I believe it was today he said this, that... There was just no way the situation wouldn't allow it. In fact, he states here, you would like to bring out everybody that wanted to come out. They all wanted to come out, by the way. We were not able to do that. The situation wouldn't allow it. This is from General McKenzie here. This is the situation that Joe Biden alone created. Trump had nothing to do, to do with this which means that Joe Biden left Americans stranded in Afghanistan while he's flying refugees, Afghani refugees, here to stay in military bases, to be housed at military bases. And then, and I, believe, I believe I read 5 million Afghanis are supposed to be uh, housed all throughout Europe. So this was done purposely. There were several things they accomplished by this. And our heroes in uniform a lot of them are saying, enough's enough. Enough is enough. Yeah, they're they're done with it. And um, I wanted to, uh, real quick before we close our podcast out here, um, I want to mention one more thing here. And I'm trying to find it. But, yeah, right here. Donald Trump Jr. put on Twitter yesterday. Uh, this is what he stated. Joe Biden left a three-year-old boy from California stranded in Afghanistan to die. This is pure evil. And uh, ABC7news.com, you can actually go there, watch the story. Um, you can watch the story of it. Uh, it, it it's, it's awful. It's a bad situation. Um, matter of fact, I will, um, I will post, I will post this in the show notes for the podcast and I, I just urge you to check it out folks, because it is, it is horrible. 
of what's really going on and what a lot of people is being left um what a lot of people is being left you know they're not being shown it on the corporate media on the media mainstream media whatever and um and so i want people to share these things share that link i mean do it all um we hope you've enjoyed this podcast and we really hope that we were clear on the things that we talked about and um you know i I think bill uh with this whole afghanistan debacle i know some people may just feel like giving up and if for some reason somehow by any chance that any of the fallen marine or fallen service members family listens to our podcast or something i just want to say this um we're praying for you i couldn't imagine what you're going through i'm embarrassed for how our country basically has well should i say the 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 president but also our country really i think it's an embarrassment of our country that we've allowed ourselves to get to this point right uh and have to go through what we're having to go through but um but it it's all about you guys as far as when it comes down to anything dealing with afghanistan these people have lost their loved ones bill they don't have their sons or daughters or moms and dads no more um and it's sad it's heartbreaking but that not just the service members bill i want to point out that there's other americans over there that has died because of this stuff and of this debacle and if for some reason we come across if somebody comes across this podcast that has lost somebody we want to say to you as well that we are sorry because as a country we failed you and um bill it's 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 sad but no matter what don't give up keep on fighting don't give up as trump says never never give up keep on fighting keep on keep on going and most importantly don't stop going to your knees and praying because that is the key to victory and that's allowing jesus christ to do his thing right we've got to pray we got to stand firm in our lentils patch as shama did and no matter how overwhelming it looks as the enemies come into that lentils patch no matter what it looks like don't give up don't ever give up keep on fighting keep on fighting sir Bill, you got any closing comments you want to make real quick? No, I think we covered just about everything. The disaster that is Afghanistan, it still is in chaos. Our service dogs are left over there, and they will die, be eaten, whatever. Uh, the, the the men and women and children over there, they, they will be killed, a lot of them anyway. Something that we need to remember is before, they, before the military left, they were— the Taliban was given a list of, of, of names of Americans that were over there, and, and they will be hunted down. 
this is uh, the Washington Post, or the Washington Times is, I believe it's, I believe it's the Post actually reported that um, Joe Biden rejected uh, an offer, a proposal from the Taliban to have uh, the Kabul airport in control by the Americans until they withdraw, withdrew uh, on August 31st, but he he rejected it. Why would he reject that? Um, it this guy is sense. not in his right state of mind, but we we already knew that. The to 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 win people, you have to show them what's going on. You have to allow them to see what they're up against. Uh, you what? can't just show somebody. You have to show. You can't just tell them. You have to show them. And by showing them what, with what's going on right now, with what we're seeing, well, people will have their eyes awakened. They're right. awakened to a reality that they never knew existed. If I tell you. Chances are you're not going to believe me because I'd simply tell you that. But if I show you, it's like leading a horse to water. You can't make him drink. I can't make you think for yourself. But if I show you, then at least I have an advantage. And that's right. what we're at right now. It's where we are right now in all this situation. Because Trump yep. won the election. He won it easily, 90 to 100 million votes. That's been proven. And that will be seen in a court of law or perhaps the military steps in and does something. I don't know how it's going to go about, but eventually enough will be enough. Trump said it time and time again. I'll see you soon. I'll tell you. Have a nice life. I'll see you soon. I'll tell you, Bill, um, and and just to close out here, um, what you was talking about, you know, right there, I – just to prove a point uh, and kind of give you a tiny bit of data uh, just off the whim there was a the White House on YouTube had put Joe's um, video up there when he was talking about getting the people out uh, getting the Americans out that they've gotten all the Americans out and all that junk um it now shows 32,000 views, I think. But as of yesterday, um, and I forgot how many hours it had been posted. It was only like 1,600 people, right, that had actually watched it. And then once it got brought to the attention, YouTube went in and changed numbers. But anyways, and to prove that is is there is uh, on the video let me let me pull it up so i can give you the accurate number on that real quick but when you pull when you pull up the white house on youtube um it was the one that was posted let me get it down here yeah i think it was the I think it's like four days ago. Oh, so it's changed again. I think. Uh, nope, that was the hurricane one. I'm sorry. I'm I'm finding it. I promise you. But anyways, it was the one that he had. Delivers a mark. Yeah, it was a day ago. All right. So it shows thirty four thousand views right now, right? But what's funny is when you look at the likes and dislikes and so forth, right? This proves that the actual views isn't right anyways to some sense to some extent 
but there's it's showing 34,000 views, 606 likes, and 5,600 dislikes. All right, and so they were they were bringing that up on and we know which is a which is um, a very good guy his name's lt that's what they call him um you ought to check him out it's and we know and it'll be in the podcast notes as well just like last time but uh he brought it out in his um in his program today so check it out he he can give you the full details in his but uh listen folks don't give up keep fighting keep fighting the good faith um you gotta fight the good fight of faith right and um and if we just keep on standing and letting the lord do the work it's going to be so much greater but we appreciate you bill it's been it's been great brother it's been awesome thanks buddy appreciate you do this again yep yeah it's good to it's good to be back you know just um it's just good to be back and i guess you could say just just doing what the lord's really called us to do right and um i'm going to close with with my intro song and then people that may be watching live on youtube or wherever facebook wherever um we're going to close this thing down with all the service members names up on the screen so we love each and every one of you god bless you and may god bless america amen and god bless Whenever we purpose to do something for the Lord, we have an enemy ready for battle. When we get to this point in time that we're in now, it becomes a very, very wicked, demonic time on earth. You're watching it unfold before your very eyes. You that are leaders of our world that do not give God the glory and do not put your trust totally in Him and think that you can solve the problems yourself, you're going to come down according to the Scriptures. If I give you one message to hold in your hearts today, It's this, never, ever give up. Never stop fighting for what you believe in and for the people who care about you. Carry yourself with dignity and pride. Demand the best from yourself and be totally unafraid to challenge entrenched interests and failed power structure. As long as
this America remains true to its values, loyal to its citizens, and devoted to its creator, then our best days are yet to come. I can promise you that.